0: Welcome to the Gathering Table, everybody.
1: This is where we are many generations, one faith, all serving God.
0: And on today's episode, I got it this time, we are going to be talking about serial dating. So in respect to serial dating, we're going to really be focusing on commitment because we both came to the agreement that that's a big thing when it comes to dating.
1: That is very true.
0: So... Before we start that, I wanted to go over some things and say that we have an amazing audience. First off,
1: that is also very true.
0: (laughs) And I didn't tell Gabe any of this stuff because I wanted to surprise him. Which, granted, in the first like three days of this podcast, I like sent him screenshots of our analytics. So I was like, Gabe, look, look, we got one (laughs) more.
1: It was like once an hour, bro.
0: (laughs) It was. I'm so serious. So today, since our first episode, we have 20 plays and 18 followers.
1: I, I don't understand. That's that's kind of unheard of.
0: For one right. podcast episode. Right. Wait till right. I tell you the, um, the age groups.
1: Oh, my. I really... Are you ready? Oh, wait. Let me guess. Let me guess. I'm not going to lie. I feel like. It's probably going to be popping. I'm oh goodness! going to I just say that. <laughs> okay.
0: So 13% where I'm going to say 12 to 17. It says 0 to 17, but that makes me feel kind of icky. So I'm going to say 12 to 17.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> zero to 17.
0: Listen to this. 31% uh, were 18 to 22. So my young may- adults are coming in clutch. Whoop, whoop.
1: That's kind of what I guessed, honestly.
0: Yeah. 25% are 23 to 27, and we're not done there. We're not done
1: oh Bro, yet. We're not we done. Got like, Do we have like 60 to 100? Is that an age range?
0: It says 60 plus, but we don't have any in there yet. Oh, I say like yet. yet. <laughs>
1: All right.
0: 35 to 44, we have
1: 13%. Okay.
0: And we're not done. Oh this might actually surprise you. Like it surprised me. I was like, are you serious right now? Are we for real, dog? Um 45 to 59 19%. There are t- there are third for views.
1: That makes sense. You think so? Yeah, I don't know why. I feel like the older people, they would be like, "Yo, look at these young kids doing Look this at stuff. us doing the thing right
0: <laughs> but yeah i, I saw that. that and i was like bro what that's wild i like had a little dance session and like and <laughs> i don't know if y'all know this i work in a school um and my my like desk is like in one of the buildings with the younger kids and like i'm sitting there in the back like dancing it was great um <laughs> But yeah, I also wanted to say, here I go again, not saying my words right. I also wanted to say, we are so sorry for not having our episode done on Palm Sunday. (laughs)
1: Listen, I was sick, (laughs) okay?
0: And I'm just really busy all the time. (laughs) Like, there's no chill over here.
1: (laughs) You can't hold it against me. I was sick, okay?
0: Yeah, you were sick. I just like. I was busy.
1: Right.
0: Straight up. I don't know if any of my, um, any of our congregation knows this. I actually work with a candidate for the 28th district for the Virginia Senate. Um, that sounds really cool. When I say it like that, it um, does. I work with him. And so he had a few events this week, not to mention my parents weren't even home this weekend. It was me. I was watching my sisters. It was crazy. Um, right.
1: You should I have invited
0: you, me over. Dude, much respect for you parents out there. Like I Like I don't know how you do it. I don't. Um What was I saying? Yeah. I I I had a few events this week because I really choked up this month because I got a new car and like most of the events were the days where I was getting my car. So it was tough out here. It was crazy. And Gabe said he was sick.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Gabe, I feel like I haven't seen you in forever, man.
1: What the heck? I was sick.
0: (laughs) sick. That's right. All right. Also, if you hear any crinkling in the background, I'm not going to lie. I have four packs of Gushers sitting here because I'm hungry.
1: Listen, that's like prime nutrients. Right? right Mm
0: -hmm. Right? It's that brain food. I can't. Y'all, it is Tuesday. <laughs> it is spring break for me, so I don't have to work. I am off of both, well, three of my jobs. That's crazy. Um, And I'm living my best life. Oh my gosh. I have no time.
1: Bro. Oh, yeah.
0: Alright. 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 Let's get to it. Like I said, we're talking about Serial dating. What is serial dating? Why do people do it? What's wrong with it? And what we think. And we really generalized that when we called and we were talking about it. And I was like, Gabe, what do you really want to focus on? Because it's such a big topic. And he was like, Well, we this can go. He was like, This can go all the way to Genesis. Like, we can we can take relationships all the way back to Genesis. And I was like, And then he brought up Jacob. Well, I actually brought it up. No, you brought
1: that up. Do not give me the comp. Don't. That was all you. That was all you.
0: (laughs) Y'all, during this experience, I just, I also want to point during all of our episodes that I am also still learning to, like, find my way around the Bible. So, like, (laughs) if I get really excited over finding something that everybody knows, you just have to celebrate for me. Okay? Like, I am, like, so excited I found this. Like, you can ask Gabe. I was on the phone. I was like, bro, I found it. I did that. That was (laughs) me. But, um, so we marked back commitment all the way to Jacob and Rachel in Genesis 29, verse 18. Jacob was in love with Rachel and said, I'll work for you seven years. We gonna pause right there. Seven years.
1: Yeah, because, listen... Abby, I do really love you. But I don't know if I could work seven years to see you again. Like,
0: no offense.
1: But that's a long time.
0: (laughs) Oh, no, I agree. In return (laughs) for your younger daughter, Rachel. He worked. He literally did physical labor.
1: And you know what's crazy? Not only is he doing seven years, but he's also setting her work. Like,
0: this is something
1: that he set. It wasn't like his uncle was like, Yo, I'm gonna need you to work seven years. This dude was like, Listen, your daughter is worth so much to me that I would would work work seven seven years for her. her.
0: And then he came back and worked seven more, didn't he? Yeah,
1: because he got tricked. Uh, His uncle was his uncle really needed that money or something. I don't know,
0: bro. But homeboy still works, (laughs) homeboy still works seven years, dog. (laughs) Hold on, he brought up worth. I'm so. I found this verse. I'm not going to lie. I'm on Christian TikTok, and I love it. It is a wonderful place. If you have not found yourself there, you need to. It's amazing. Um, I found this verse in Proverbs, and we're going to spin back to Jacob and Rachel, because I'm pretty sure we're going to focus on Jacob and Rachel and kind of use them as like a whatever word I'm thinking of. And yeah. we're going to use them as like... A cornerstone. That's right. A keystone. A keystone. Okay.
1: Right.
0: So, going to Proverbs 3, verse 15. She is more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare with her. Ladies. Ladies.
1: Wait, hold on. What was the verse? Let me go find this. It's
0: Proverbs 3, Mm -hmm. verse 15. Okay. She is more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare with her. Y'all! That just explains it. End of episode. <laughs> cut the cap. Like, when I first... Okay, I was on TikTok, not gonna lie,
1: for right, a Abby, long
0: um, amount of
1: time. <clears throat> Abby? What? <clears throat> I'm so sorry to cut you off. Have you read the verse in context?
0: No, but I like the verse.
1: I do too. And here's the thing. You can take that verse. I really don't mean (laughs) to sound really nitpicky. But the verse in context is talking about wisdom.
0: But then, even then, that's saying that, that, like, hold on, I'm reading (laughs) y'all. Hold on, I'm gonna have a comeback for this. Hold on.
1: No, I do agree with that statement. I think, well, not only that, but you shouldn't. You should also like work on yourself, so that you, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, okay, to hold take on, that I have a comeback.
0: It? So, um, <laughs> hold on, I got this, bro. Sit down, sit <laughs> down. <laughs> um, so in relationships, when it comes to commitment. It's all about wisdom.
1: Okay, listen, you're coming back.
0: <laughs> I'm coming back. It's All about wisdom, right? Like
1: That is true.
0: I'm going to use my fiancé because, like I said last episode, I am engaged. Like, this is my one and only boyfriend, and I am engaged to him. So I think I did something right here. Um, yeah. <laughs> when me and Devin get into fights, the little Uh-oh. that we've had, because we don't really fight that much— you know, and I think this is a problem with young people when it comes to serial dating, and this is how it starts, is they have this mentality, this, like, younger mentality that all of us have when, you're young, when we're younger. It's not just one or two people. It's everybody. That, like, if we're going to argue, if we're going to have, like, I don't want to say, like, argue, but if we're going to have a tough conversation, you can't just flip on a dime and leave just because... I didn't say something you liked, you know?
1: Right.
0: Like, if I, if me and Devin are arguing about, like, I don't know, I'm going to pick something stupid. Um, gushers. If we're fighting about gushers, and I say <laughs> that I like the red ones, and he likes the blue ones, and then, I'm not going to lie, this probably is something that would happen. And then I turn it <laughs> into this huge, like, argument about, like, why he doesn't love me. <laughs> Like, dude, pat that man on the back. (laughs) Like, I'm so (laughs) serious. My my anxiety really flips the script on me sometimes and was like, oh, he doesn't like the red gushers. He doesn't love you. (laughs) But, um, like, if he was to break up with me or I him, like vice versa, every Mm. single time we got into an argument, bruh. What are we doing? Like, no right. one would be married. We wouldn't even be having this conversation because no one would be dating. Everyone would be serial daters. Everyone would have, like, five boyfriends a week. Is or
1: girlfriends. For me? Just, just, huh? not me. Just, just not me. Just not Yeah.
0: <laughs> but, like... So, she is more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare with her. Because if you All don't right. have wisdom, you can't really be the best person you are for your significant other.
1: Yeah, there you go. There you I go I came back, Drev. <laughs> I back. came
0: back. <laughs> What's good? I know my youth pastor is screaming right now. She is so proud of me. <laughs> she was like, ooh, burn when he like called me out. And then when I came back, she was like, ooh, yeah.
1: Not even that. I just don't want like people being like, oh my goodness, they use this verse out of context. Heresy, heresy. Like, I just oh want to goodness. make sure. Oh my
0: goodness. <laughs> that would start a whole nother series. For... <laughs> but I do have one that fits in context. Okay. I do. That I don't have to, like, have a comeback. Because <laughs> it says Daughters of Jerusalem.
1: Easy. Song of Solomon. Let's go. Yes.
0: <laughs> All right. This is in... I'm not going to lie. This says it a bunch. Like... It, well, it, I think a it just goes over
1: the importance of how. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I found this one that, well, it just fit better with what I was saying. So, Songs of Solomon or Song of Songs, two, verse seven, daughters of Jerusalem, I charge you by the gazelles and by the does of the field, do not arouse or awaken until it's awakened love until it so desires.
1: Yeah.
0: Gabe, if you would like to elaborate. I feel mm. like I've been talking a lot.
1: Okay, so here's the thing. I think people—it's uh, so hard for me to comment on this when I've oh, never ahead. been in it. No, it's like hard because I've never been in a relationship before. So they were like I'll help you out. I'll help. Were, you out. I know that there are like specific things within a friendship that can also mirror friendship. Where like if you're able to have great friendships, I feel like you'd be able to have also better relationships. Or yes we're not having more than one just stay no, with one <laughs> no more than one no <laughs> but, so knowing when the time is right because if you think about a serial dater they are trying to chase after somebody to find a connection uh, a connection but also a fulfillment a solution which also yeah. implies that they have a lack of that fulfillment or a solution mhm so if you're constantly chasing after someone for this, but you seem like you're not getting it, are you sure that the time is right? So,
0: exactly.
1: Right. Because you, you really need to make sure, like, within a biblical standpoint, where I feel like other people might not understand this, um, you, and God has already picked out the person that you're going to marry. He knows, mm-hmm. like, the perfect person for you. So if you're trying to go out and fulfill yourself and um, try to fill in a gap that you have that I feel like, unless you were gifted with the the gift of celibacy, you are going to want to marry somebody. Mm -hmm. I I think that's just how it is. So if you don't have that gift of celibacy, there will be this part in your life that's like, hey, I want a wife or a husband. I want a family. I want this, this, and that. Which means if you're trying to go and chase that before the time is right, anybody else that wasn't made for you won't fulfill you.
0: Yep. And I'm going to come off of that with Romans 12, verse 10 and 11. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Like that, yeah. Um, keep on. You're good.
1: Yeah. It. Although <clears throat> that would have been used inside of like a, um, like a friendship and making sure that people are staying good with each other. That mm-hmm. can also be used as a relationship because again, if you can't have great friendships, what makes you think you're gonna have a great relationship?
0: Exactly. Because you friendships. Can't get your
1: fr- Right. If you can't get your friends together, if you're constantly bickering with your friends, what makes you think that when you have to have a lifelong commitment someone, mm-hmm. you're going to be able to just do fine with that?
0: <laughs> Not to mention, think about it, and I like that we're comparing it to friends, because I'm going to talk about me and Devin a little bit. Me and Devin are our, our friend stage, that's what I'm going to call it, because we're in a relationship now. Our friend stage <laughs> Was what, you know, this generation likes to call the talking stage, you know, like we were friends before we started dating. And I think that's when it really started that, like that commitment, because it was like, oh, well, let me check up on Devin and see how he's doing. Well, let me go and see if he needs any help with anything. Like, I know he's got some really hard classes coming up and I know he has a test coming up. So can I help him study?
1: Right.
0: And so if you can do that... as friends when you switch over into a relationship you're you're still like i don't want to say devoted like the um the versus because that adds like that relationship context but like when you're committed to a friend like that it doesn't just change when you get in a relationship it just like
1: it's just another step
0: yeah it becomes more i don't want to say more meaningful it just becomes deeper
1: right but I've known people that were, like, really good friends, and they were so good friends that they were accidentally dating, like, without even knowing it. Yep. And so, if you, you really have to look, if you are a serial dater, or if you know a serial dater, and, you, and you're trying to help that person, what are they trying to fill? Yeah. Or fulfill with their constant indulgence of going after all of these people Mm -hmm. like if you're not finding an answer I find that kind of with looking outside in because obviously if I was one of those people it just seemed like a regular thing to do but if something is not fulfilling you yet you're still trying to go after it and you're wondering why it's not working why are you continuing to do it there has to be some point or some part of you that believes that like one day something will change so there has yeah. to be like this realization finally of like maybe i'm chasing nothing chasing nothing and
0: here's my thing and I chalk up my level of commitment to people because Gabe Gabe can attest to this. I'm a very loyal person. That's true. When when me and you are friends, like there's there's just no getting out of it. Like you're stuck with me. Like (laughs) like honestly, the the only times I've ever like strayed away from friends was like if they were like obviously not leading me in the right direction. Like, I'm one of those people where I will try and see the good in everyone. Until, you know, the darkest parts of them are right in front of me, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I probably should have walked away, you know, like, two weeks ago, dog. Uh, (laughs) We're struggling now. Um, But I think with serial daters, they're trying to, like... I was trying to look up the statistic, because... Hold on. Pause. I'm going to keep talking, but... With serial daters... And I actually... I learned about this in my psychology class. Usually, serial daters do not have a large friend group. But they are highly sociable people. They love socializing. They love communicating, and they don't have this big friend group where they're getting that socialization. Now, I'm coming at this from a science point now, but I'm going to tie it back in. They want that devotion, like it says in Romans. They want that commitment, but they don't have it. So they're trying to find it. But the thing is, they're going, they're twisting it and they're going about it the wrong way because it's like, oh, well, I like this guy. We'll go and date. And then they get tired of, his devotion. And then they step back and then they find someone else and then they're like, oh, well, I like this guy. And then they get tired of their devotion and commitment. Does that make sense?
1: Right.
0: And so it's like they're trying to fill that that gap, that that friend group, but they're going about it the wrong way. Yeah. Any, any thoughts?
1: <clears throat> I think... I don't know the statistics to this. This is just a personal understanding of what I've seen. Also, I think serial dating in general it comes and stems from like younger people or less mm-hmm. mature people. Yes. And I think, well, obviously, I see. I I don't go to school. Uh-huh. I'm just like
0: homeschooling.
1: Good, like so, Good for you. So. I'm not dating anybody in my school. Hopefully, that would be horrible. <laughs> uh- <laughs> That's illegal! <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but from what I've seen with other relationships within school, it's okay. usually not a thing of I want a lifelong commitment with you, but it's like a, hey, you're cool. Hey, you're cool. Let's do this thing that makes us... More than a friend, but why are we doing it? Because, I don't know, because we both have that connection or whatever. Yep. And it's like, they're doing it, they're, or they're doing it, but without an end goal. So then when, like, it goes on for a while, they're like, oh, okay, so what exactly are we doing here? And it's not know. going anywhere. Exactly, because there was never a intention to make it go anywhere.
0: Yep, there was never a, there was never an end in sight. Right. Like, I'm sorry, I'm going to bring up me and Devin because we're the, like, <laughs> I, seriously, like.
1: That, that's I'm probably just, first... like, the perfect relationship right there.
0: Dude, like, I am his first and only girlfriend. And now I'm his fiance. Same, vice versa. Same thing. Like, and the thing was with us, and we actually, this shows our maturity level when we started dating. We sat down after our first date, and he was like, I really like you. And I was like, I really like you too, bro. And if you know me, that's exactly how that went. (laughs) Um, And he goes, so what are we doing here? Is this for fun? Is this for real?
1: Oh my goodness. We need to set that line. My boy. Oh my goodness.
0: (laughs) We need to set that line. Like, what are we doing? And I looked at him, and I straight up, I was like, man, I love you more every day. (laughs) Like, you just like, opened up for me like this is great and i was like this is for real and i was like i'm i'm not one of those people i can't just one day be cool with you and the next day be like oh i don't like you anymore how does that happen right. that doesn't happen we don't work but, like that
1: i don't work like that it happens because you weren't attracted to the person you were yep. attracted from what you got from the person
0: yep you were attracted to the attention
1: right. not
0: the individual um and, ooh, that's a quote. You were attracted to the attention, not the individual. Done. All right. But, and after that, me and Devin were like, all right, we're a thing. Nothing separating us. You're my best friend. I'm your best friend. Here we go. And now we're engaged. <laughs> so I think I think I did something right in that bro.
1: Yeah, I think yeah, it yeah. was the way I said it probably. Like, honestly, we might need to take, like, a master class on how to do that as well.
0: On how to say bro.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Bruh. (laughs) 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 Um. Dude, and then when he proposed, I straight up looked at him because I had been suspecting. Like, if you've met Devin, he he tries. But I'm, like, the FBI. (laughs) Um. I, I can't help it. I just find things out, and well, I I was suspicious because like I went into my desk and apparently hid it at my house, and he was like, "Don't open it," and I'm like, "Bro, what is wrong with you, dog? Are you good?" <laughs> and he's like, "Don't open it," and I'm like, "Why?" And Why he's would like, "Hide
1: it at your house, okay, Devin. Listen, bro, I love you, man." But that might not have been the best move. <laughs> and.
0: All right.
1: Yeah, and, continue, continue.
0: So when he did propose, we went hiking. And if you know me and Devin, we love going hiking. I, I love hiking. I love being in, in outdoors. And yeah, big thing yeah. for me. Um, We went hiking and we went up and I'm thinking the entire time, why is he not pulling out the rock yet? <laughs> Like, seriously, dog. What's happening? And every like 30 seconds, I'm like, do you wanna stop? Do you wanna stop? <laughs> like, you got anything to tell no. me?
1: No. And way. Straight up.
0: I am like the TSA searching this boy's backpack. <laughs>
1: Bro, with a bed, sweating bullets. He's like
0: <laughs> I am like the entire time like I swear he has it he's gonna do it and then finally we get up to the top and i've like given up at this point i'm like whatever he's just not gonna do it fine whatever i'll just cry later it's fine um, <laughs> and then all of a sudden he's super eager to go down like to start going down the mountain and i'm like huh don't get your hopes up girl just don't do it you know i'm like mm, I right. whatever and we get to the one spot, and I was like, "Yo!" And like coming up, I was like, "Oh, this is beautiful. I love it here." Da da da. And then like he like gets on one knee, and like, and I'm like, oh, "I knew it. I knew it." <laughs> that was how he knew I said yes. Like how, the first thing I said, I looked at him, I smiled, I said, "I knew it." <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's how you, when I said avid, like sometimes you got those people that are jumping up and down, sometimes they're crying. Abby's just like, bro, I already knew this, bro. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I was like, did you think I was going to say no, dog? Put it on my finger. Let's see. <laughs> Y'all, I'm very funny. I'm not going to lie.
1: <laughs> that is a very true statement.
0: I think my true calling was to be a comedian, like a Christian <laughs>
1: comedian. <laughs> That would, that would be awesome honestly
0: but going back to the conversation that's the type of commitment that we that you need to have when you go into dating
1: all right
0: you need to be able to sit down and have the hard conversations you know and I'm going to say it 13 14 because you, that's when you're going into high school like 13 14 15 like that's a big and Gabe, tell me if i'm wrong that's a big like time that teenagers, I'm going to say teenagers, sit there and they're like, oh, well, you know, I'm starting to get to that age where I need to start, you know, like, and that's when I was thinking about it, like, am I going to get married one day? Like, that was something I thought about.
1: Bro, that was literally me, like, three months ago. I was laying in bed and I was like, bro, (laughs) there's going to be a day when I'm not a kid and I have kids.
0: (laughs) Right. Dude, I sat there and I was like, Bro, I feel so bad for, like, when I have kids, I feel so bad for their teachers, man.
1: Like, my kids are going to be
0: too funny. Devin's phone (laughs) is going to be going off the clock because they're so bad. Like, I can see, like, you know, like, I don't know. All right. If you've been on TikTok, you know what I'm talking about. I don't have the app. There's (laughs) this couple that I see. Okay, Gabe, but I'm going to explain it. There's (laughs) There's this
1: okay. spotlight,
0: <laughs> And, like, they do this thing where they, like, prank each other. And it's the oh funniest thing because their daughter gets involved sometimes. And so, like, the dad, he's, like, a cop. And he, like, will come home and the daughter will be on the couch, like, distracting him. And then he doesn't even know that above him there's a balloon full of, like, shaving cream. And then the mom shoots it with, like, a Nerf gun and it, like, goes all over him. It's hilarious. I love it. And I could see my own kids doing that one day, but not to me and their dad, but to their teachers
1: Uh, or me, honestly.
0: (laughs) 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 They're going to be like, bro, Uncle Gabe, don't look up. What? I'd be that one
1: day like, hey, yo, who wants to learn how to do a backflip?
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. My kids are going to be the most uncoordinated kids ever.
1: But that's not true. (laughs) Don't say that.
0: They are, bro.
1: No, because I guarantee you're going to put them in softball. What? I guarantee you're going to put them in softball. Or baseball. You're not
0: supposed to know that.
1: Exactly. See, that's what I mean. That's building coordination.
0: Nah, bro. My kids are going to be playing softball before they even walk. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm so screwed up. (laughs) Like. Y'all, I love softball. It's a part of my life. You're going to hear me make a lot of softball analogies at some point in the future. Oh, I can make one right now.
1: Um, Oh, here we go.
0: Commitment. And here's the thing that gets me about serial dating. And I'm going to make a lot of people mad when they hear this. But you know what? Sometimes you need to hear it. We can commit to sports and other inanimate objects and other, like, ideas and activities. So, why can we not commit to our significant others?
1: Bro, here's a bigger question. We can commit to sports, movies, people, you know, hobbies. But why can't we commit to the one relationship that matters the most? Exactly. And I feel like if you have a great commitment and relationship with Jesus, that will also reflect and how you live out your life.
0: And that will reflect in your relationship. Exactly. Like well, Gabe. So, for everyone that doesn't know, my boyfriend, my boyfriend, my fiance, please Abby. Um <laughs> Devin was deployed to Africa for 10 months.
1: I thought you said 10. I thought you were about to say 10 years. My mind was like that makes no sense.
0: It (laughs) wouldn't make any sense. That's why I was gonna say no, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Um he was in Africa for ten months. That was the hardest time of my life. But during those ten months, where did I start going? I started going to church.
1: Um That actually Yo. Okay, I'm sorry to cut you off, but that 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 really makes you think like, hmm, I'm pretty sure. That was, like, a plan that God made. Like, let's just be real. Oh, for sure. I
0: I think about that all the time. Um, I think there was a lot that I needed to learn. Me and Devin have had a lot of heart-to-heart conversations about our personal relationships with Jesus and with God and, like, what we need to work on together.
1: I love the fact that you said together, not by yourself.
0: Yeah. It's, like... We know we have them individually, but now it's like we're we're cultivating that relationship together, you know?
1: Right, because since the aim is marriage, because obviously you guys are uh, engaged. Once you become married, you are. Uh, it says that the two become one. Yep. So now his problems are your problems. Your problems are his problems, and that might seem like it's a lot of work, but like that's part of the commitment.
0: Yep, and. And Gabe, you can, you can say this too. When your relationship starts working towards revolving around Jesus, you can right. tell. Right. Like, Gabe, could you tell when me and Devin were really starting to get on the same page? Yeah. And mind you, Devin doesn't talk a lot. I'm the talker. If you can't tell. <laughs> Like, me and Devin have, like, this, like, tag team, like, way of doing things. Like, if he starts getting overwhelmed in, like, social situations and he starts getting really anxious, he can step away and I can come in right where that conversation was and finish off that conversation. If I start getting anxious, he will come in and he will step in and he will finish that conversation. It's, it works both ways. Like, that's just, that's just how we operate as a couple. Um, and when Devin first started coming to church with me when he came back it was really strange for me <laughs> cuz I was like this is like my home like this is my like relaxing place you know right. like church is where I go to relax like everyone's like oh I go to the beach no I go to church period <laughs> end of discussion. Um I go see my church friends. Period. End of discussion. Um and so when he first started coming, I was like super insecure, right? I'm like,
1: Whoa. Right, because it feels like weird to do it around someone who's never have you, like never done it around.
0: He's never really been done it either. And so right. and like I said last episode, I'm fairly new to church and Devin which I didn't realize has grown up in church at a young age. And then as he got older, he just didn't go anymore. Like a lot of young adults, he just didn't go anymore. And right. which is really sad. That's a whole different conversation, but um, <laughs> I could go on that for hours. But, um, so we were like trying to like figure out, how our relationship worked at this point because I'm not going to lie, he still knows more than me. Like, So we read the Bible together every day. Every day. We pray together every day. And that's something he started. Not me. I started the Bible thing. He started the praying thing. Um, And it was really hard. I say all that to come to this. It was really hard. Not because we didn't want to do it, but because we had never, I don't know how to say it.
1: Like, done it around each other.
0: Yeah. That's something that was private to us both, that we were very private about. That was a very um, intimate thing for us. Like, that was, like, my thing. Like, that was my, that is my comfort blanket. My relationship with God is my comfort blanket. Like, it should be for anyone. Point blank, period. (laughs) That is, like, the four-year-old with the security blanket. That is mine. Like, I'm sitting there at work, like, crying at my desk. I'm like, oh, you know, like, covering myself with that blanket, you know? So, it was really hard to, like, you know, kind of, like, show someone that, like, metaphorical blanket, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, that was hard. Now, we could have given up and been like, you know what? we can't do this, you know? Like, we could have given up right there. I could have handed the ring over and been like, we can't do this, but I did. Because we are devoted to one another in love. What do you have to say?
1: Um, I can't wait till I have experiences like that. That's all I gotta say. (laughs) You
0: know, and I, and here's the thing, and this is Predominantly to women. So if you're a girl. Perk your ear up. It's really hard. In the way the world is today. And I use that word. Specifically. The world. It's really hard. To be. In a Christian. A godly relationship. Agreed? If that's for that's for men, too.
1: Yeah, that's for men and but women. I, I'm
0: going to speak for women because... We um, could go
1: on and on about yeah. her culture. Um, I don't know about
0: <laughs> I don't know about men because, well, I'm not one. So, I can't well, really... I am
1: one, and I'm going to tell you it's the same way. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Y'all, I'm literally holding my highlighter, like, pointing it at my phone. Like, I am, like, <laughs> so cute. You need to keep that wisdom... We're gonna circle back. And you need to remember how Jacob treated Rachel. Because homeboy worked seven years for this woman and still got tricked.
1: <laughs> That's so sad. And tricked he by worked your seven own family. More,
0: right? He worked seven more. But when he got her, he it's I can't remember what it says.
1: Uh, wait, what is the verse? Oh, no. oh no. Wait. So
0: Jacob served seven years to get Rachel, but they seemed like only a few days to him because of his love for her.
1: Can we just... Dude said he felt... It only felt like a... I <sighs> He wasn't worried about Gabe. the time. He was worried about the prize. Yes. There you go, guys.
0: Gabe, how old are you?
1: I am 15. You? Bro. Yeah, that would have been one year. 14 years. Yeah, that would have been one year. <laughs> I am,
0: so I turned nineteen April sixteenth. If you are in my congregation, wish me happy birthday. This is your one. Right. I'm not gonna say it again. <laughs> um, I'm gonna see if y'all watch. This is this is your check to see if you watch my podcast. Um, I'm almost nineteen. I would have only been like three, four years old. Yeah. That's crazy. I can't even imagine working for 14 years. Like, obviously, I've only been able to work since I was 16. Like, I've been working for, like, two. But 14? That's crazy. Seven? Okay. I love your commitment. 14? Dude, you love that girl. (laughs) Like, enough said. End of story.
1: Right, and I love the fact that when he was like this is the one for me. He wasn't like, Ooh, seven seven years, that's a long time. Like three years in, he wasn't like, you know what? Maybe I wanna go find someone else, right? No, he yep. was like, listen, I know exactly what I want.
0: He was committed. He was all in. Right. And he was committed to her.
1: I don't we don't we don't have anything about what Rachel was talking about. You know, maybe she was like, hee hee, that's so funny that he's working seven years. Or maybe she was like really honored, you never know. <laughs> but
0: I just think in today's culture, well in today's world, I'm gonna say they because I'm gonna say I American not...
1: culture. I'm gonna say yeah. American culture because we we're not around the world we live we live in the America and we, we know America needs some help.
0: Period. Um American <laughs> culture has made it okay. They have allowed it, like, serial dating to happen. Do you know that if you're in the military and your, like, significant other who is in the military cheats on you, do you know that you can, like, get them in a lot of trouble? That's crazy. Because they did, they weren't, they committed adultery. Do you know that's still a thing?
1: I did not know that.
0: Yeah. Like, so why haven't we applied that mentality to ourselves? (laughs)
1: Well, to ourselves, or, oh, well, hmm. Not okay, that you can go a lot of ways with this. hmm I was thinking about this the, uh, the other day, where American culture, like, specifically with America, because, what is it, the land of the free, so you get to do basically whatever you want. People don't really care, you know, we never judge, blah, 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 you know, that type of thing.
0: I mean, I wouldn't say that, like, you can do whatever you want. Like, we do have...
1: they are obviously laws. Yeah. But... So... The country, and I think everybody else before, they were kind of built on the standards of the Bible. You didn't even need Mm -hmm. to, like, agree with it. That's just kind of like, oh, well, I'm not a Christian, but you know what? These are good things, right? Yeah. In the 50s, let's see. I think it was either 50 or 40%. Ooh,
0: he about but to pull I, some math on I feel it. like it
1: was 50, though. In the 50s, around 50% went to church, right? Yep. Now, it's around, I think, 10.
0: Yeah, it's way less.
1: Yeah. It, it's, it's scary. It's scary less. And the reason that. And I think amongst um, a lot of reasons, when you take it, when, oh man, I'm trying not to like mix up my words because it makes sense in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> you have an understanding whether or not you fully know it or not, mm-hmm. that, that God has to exist. Yep. Where Either that or it's a question, or but and everybody knows that there has to be something, or they have questioned that there is something, right? Mm-hmm. So, when you have something built on a religious thing or a uh, religious moral system, and you also have more people questioning whether or not this is real or not, the only way for you, well, not the only way, but I feel like one of the biggest ways for you to combat the shame that you might feel to, so that you can still do the things that you want to do, still live the sinful lives that you want to do, is to stray farther and farther and farther away from those moral compasses Mm -hmm. to then make it seem that what is good is evil and what is evil is good. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to worry about this, oh, like, society doesn't want me to do this because they're built on this like a biblical standpoint or whereas now it's this we have strayed farther and farther away from it so nobody has to feel the shame of going against it because everybody inside of their hearts has that conviction and they know like whether or not something probably is good or isn't good for some people it might be louder or quieter but it's still there right yeah so When you stray farther and farther away, what is evil, what is wrong, all of these other things that becomes normal when you're growing up inside of a like a kid system, I'd say like school, where it mainly for school it's not teaching you how to be an adult but they give you like information for life. Yeah, who is raising you is mainly your friend group because statistically. You know, the average father has about 30 to an, thirty minutes to an hour of one-on-one time each day with his kids. Then you go to school for eight hours a day, you're constantly surrounded by kid, by your friends. Sure, teachers are teaching you things, but they're not pouring into your life in ways yeah. of, like, you should be doing this, you should be doing that.
0: Or, so, well, I will come back and say there are some teachers that, like, I've had personally that have really poured into my life and have been invested in me. Um but you don't find them as much as you should,
1: right? And so I'm not saying that there is none, but there, but they're there's not, far less
0: it. than there should be,
1: right? So when kids are raising you, although in some ways our hearts know what is right or wrong, even though our heart knows it, we might still want something else. So really, mm-hmm. when unfiltered, uh, unadulterated, un, uh uneducated in some ways as well like less mature unfiltered kids are kind of teaching other kids what they want is what is right
0: Mm
1: -hmm. and so that's why you have like within like starting in middle school you have this influx of hormones nobody's teaching you how to be an adult so you're like yo this girl looks pretty so you know what I don't even know let's just start dating and but that's the only reason Oh, this yeah. looks cool. Oh, let's go do this. Let's go do that, right? So mm-hmm. the idea of cheating or, uh, well, I would say cheating because I don't think adult, adultery would really count in that aspect if it's not yeah. like, in like, a, like a marriage. When you see all these other people doing it because they have poor commitment issues, they're not mature enough to be handling these things, then it becomes more regular. And you're like, um, well, I know it's wrong, but it kinda feels right to me, so I'm gonna do it anyway.
0: Yeah, everyone else is doing it, so why can't I?
1: Right. And so it was like it was a giant rant, But that kinda goes in line with how that's probably or one of the bigger reasons as to why you see this so prevalent inside of culture and whatnot. Yeah.
0: And I can tell you from and to kind of go off of what you said, for me personally, and this is my own problem that I have been really trying to work on and I'm, I'm working on, I'm getting better. Um, if I feel wrong, like, how do I explain this? like, if I'm wrong and there's something that'll prove me wrong, way back in the day when I was in middle school, I would have ran in the opposite direction and kept doing what I was doing and would have completely forgotten about what would prove me wrong. Because it scared me. I I didn't want to be wrong. You know?
1: Right.
0: And I feel like there's a lot of people that still have that mentality and I feel like I'm going to be honest, if you've met me I'm really blunt. Like, I'm like I'm a straight shooter because I don't want to give you that opportunity to run like legitimately. And I'm of the mind that if you are wrong, admit it, own up to it. You can be wrong. That's okay. That's a part of learning. Here's the teacher in me. Being wrong is okay. Being okay with being wrong.
1: is not okay. It's <laughs> not
0: okay. That's not okay. Like, you need to admit you're wrong. But if you're like, well, yeah, I'm wrong, but I'm going to keep doing it anyway, because why not? Like, now granted, does everyone have that moment where it's like deep down they know they're wrong, but they just can't admit it? Yeah. And I feel like those are a little bit different because usually people who are like, who won't admit it, that they're wrong, there's usually some other stuff going on, too. Like, I don't know if that makes any sense.
1: Well, that's kind of just like a pride issue.
0: Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm going to call myself out. I have no problem. Um, I have that problem where, like, deep down, I'll know something is wrong. Like, th- this isn't real. I'm just going to pull out and ex- I'm just going to make up something. Let's say I'm going down 15 by my house, and I am going 75 miles an hour in that 35, which if you know me, I am not going 75 in that 35. That's crazy. Um, homegirl's car accident experience will not let her go that that fast. She's
1: like, just I won't 15. go 75. I'll just go 74. What? You're just like, I won't go 75. I'll just go 74.
0: No, if it's a 35... I'm gonna be honest. I usually go five over just because we need to get the ball rolling. Like, <laughs> But like, if you drive, you know that's not that deep. Like, there are some people on 15 that go like 80 and it's 55. And I'm like, y'all are insane. Like, granted, yeah, that's a whole different conversation. But if I know that's wrong, but I just can't admit it, the bigger problem is, is that I know the consequence of what happens when I get caught. But did I do it anyway? Yes. And I think that's the problem with American. I'll say culture, American culture. We've made it or the younger generation. And I'm going to point out Gen Z because there's a bunch of kids that have been like, oh, well, I know it's wrong, but. uh, Well, why not? And the scariest part to me is they know the consequence. Like, Gabe, let's say you're in school in, like, in public school. Gabe would never do this, y'all. I'm so serious. Um, (laughs) Gabe, you're in school, and you go in the the bathroom, and you catch the guy in the next doll smoking some weed. Oh, yeah. And I was about like, to
1: say maybe old me would do this, but even old me wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. And then you're
0: like, oh yeah, let me get some, let me get some. And now no, you like no, you no. walk out of you walk out of the bathroom zooted out of your mind. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you know the consequences of your actions. You know that when the principal catches you, because they're gonna catch you, they will catch you. You're gonna get in trouble. Homeboy will get suspended. He knows that. He knows it. And it's the same thing with relationships. You know that you should not have, like, three, four boyfriends, girlfriends in a week. I sound like my mom right now. You know you should not have that amount in one week. Right? But you're doing it anyway. One. Oh, go on. Go on.
1: That's when I would fear if it becomes, like, a borderline addiction.
0: Exactly.
1: <laughs> because compared to, like, a one-off sin or something else where you know it's not wrong, you kind of do it sometimes because you might feel that it makes like easier or whatnot, so that's why you do it with something like that. It becomes an addiction. So it's more than just, I know the consequences of doing it wrong. It's a, I don't know how to do like this life thing without it or a, it's became such a normal process. That's going to be hard for me to not do. So then you're like, I know the consequences. Let's just hope I don't get caught because it would be much harder for me to try and stop than for me to just keep on doing this and not get caught.
0: Running away from the solution. That's what a lot of people like to do. Right. When they know what they have to do to stop, they're like, oh, but that's going to be a lot harder. And I think, and it comes back to wisdom in being in a committed relationship. It, seriously, like, me and Devin's relationship was not always sunshine and rainbows. like there were plenty of times where I me and Devin looked at each other and we were like can we do this like me and Devin had a lot of heart to hearts over our relationship over some instances because no relationship is perfect right none they can be the person that God has set for you but that doesn't mean it's going to be a perfect road you know like you're going to grow together you're going you're gonna to argue. You're going to fight. You know, you're going to cry together.
1: Right. And it's not because God has not set up the perfect situation. It's because we're imperfect people.
0: Exactly. And so there have been plenty of times where me and Devin have looked at each other and we're just like, can we make it past this? Like, and my big question is that I have to tell myself because I, I said it a little bit ago. I have anxiety and that's something that I, I war with every day. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. You know, like I'm always telling myself to calm down, to think about it realistically, you know? And my big question to myself is in, and it's really generic in two, three, four, five years, is this going to affect me? Like it's affecting me right now. No. All right. So we can move past it. (laughs) And and I I haven't said yes yet. I haven't said yes yet. And I think it's important. And the thing is with younger people is, and I'm going to include myself because there have been plenty of times and it might not have been in relationships, but there's been plenty of instances where I have sat there and I'm going to call myself out. No shame in doing so. And Gabe, you can probably agree with me. There have been plenty of things that I have looked at and been like, that looks really hard. Let me run in the complete opposite direction. <laughs> I literally did it the other day. I did it, no, I did it two days ago. Two days ago, y'all. Like, I'm so serious. There are plenty of there are plenty of things that I have been like, you know, I just really don't want to do that right now. Oh, that school assignment is due at five o'clock. Let me procrastinate until four forty five when I don't have time to do it now.
1: You know? Literally me.
0: Facts. <laughs> y'all i'm so serious i'm i'm in a public speaking class and i seriously didn't do one of my speeches i just didn't do it like i was like this is just too much for me right now but that's a whole different conversation we're not gonna get into it um and something that i found while i was looking up different verses for this episode and i found it says In Romans 12, verse 2, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind.
1: I like
0: that. Y'all, go to Jesus. (laughs) I'm, I'm so serious. Like, it makes dating, it makes friendships, it makes the hard situations it makes you know the tough decisions it makes everything so much easier because it doesn't just transform your heart in like we are talking about the fruit um the fruit of the spirit right
1: that's right.
0: what it's yes um we we're talking about that and before we started recording, and I looked at Gabe and I was like, "Dude, I didn't even realize. Like, I kind of had a complete like personality change in like twenty four hours. Like, and I just kept rolling. Like, it did. Like that it,
1: was kind of like what happened at camp.
0: <laughs> facts. Camp. Camp was my my turning point. That was my comeback era. Right. Like. Um, but it doesn't just transform your heart it transforms your mind like I don't see things the way that 17 year old me before going to camp saw things if I were to meet her she would oh my gosh she would probably run because I scared her like so serious and Gabe can tell you because he knew me he didn't like
1: me (laughs) whoa 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 listen <laughs> the more you say that that makes me sound worse
0: <laughs> he, he it, listen I was annoying I had some issues but like me and her like if I were to meet my younger self I would have been like girl you've got a lot of growing but we're gonna do it and you know when a few years ago if I would have said that I would have been like girl why you do that <laughs> like, <laughs> do that like come on now so i think it's gonna be really generic jesus if you have a relationship centered around your collective relationship with god not your individual your collective you won't have to worry about serial dating right because that's the ultimate commitment. Like, Im- like I, I can't find the word. Your relationship with Christ is the ultimate commitment. And then if you center another relationship around it, it's just more secure. Right. That's, that's like the one word I can think of. Secure. That's literally like popping up in my brain. So, <laughs> But I, I think that's really important. Agreed?
1: Yeah, that, that is very important. And that's where uh, the second verse of chapter 12 in Romans, where in my Bible it says, don't copy to the, to the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person, which is being born again by the changing of the way that you think. Then, yeah. you, will learn, then you will learn to know God's will for you and when like a little bit you will learn to know not you will instantly know so yes I I think a lot of people they're like oh my goodness I just accepted Christ like I got baptized and this isn't all coming to me oh my
0: gosh I need to change the world
1: right and but you will grow to know what his will is you will grow to know how to live better in him this isn't like a for some people what it is is like they get like this radical change within them. And then it's like the next day, they are like a completely different person. They're like on fire, they're changed. But that's not everybody. Nope. Um, then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect, right? So yeah. these are all good things. And you go to Matthew six thirty three, which I think backs off of this. But seek first the kingdom of God. Seek first. Put above everything else. Mm -hmm. First, seek the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness. So that also means his your dating life. Your your righteousness inside of your purity. His righteousness inside of like any aspect of your life. And all these other things shall be added onto you. All of these other... So let let me just say that I kind of broke that down a little bit. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. So if you're seeking God first, if you're seeking his kingdom first, if you're seeking his righteousness in your life first, everything else will be taken care of. Mm-hmm. So if you're still worried about like where's love? where's all of this? First don't awaken it until it needs to be awoken and it will be awoken. When God adds it on to you. Yep. So all you need to really be worrying about is. If you have a good relationship with Jesus. And here's the thing. If you do. How do you make it better? And you keep on doing that. There will never be a time in your life. Where you're like. Oh. This is the, the pinnacle of it all. Like I've gotten to know everything. You will never know everything. You will never have everything. So you need to constantly. Yep. Be doing more and more and more. That's why Jesus says. Blessed are those. Who are. Poor in spirit. I, I don't know if I'm butchering this like really bad. It's either poor in spirit, oh, man, I forgot what it was. But it's not like.
0: We get the message though. The message right. is
1: that. You should be hungry after God. You should acknowledge that you don't know everything and you constantly need more. So that yep. when you're doing this, then God will be like, okay, now it is time for you to be having this person. Now it is time for me to be adding this, this, and this into your life. So don't rush it. Because if you rush it, it won't be the right time.
0: And when and... you rush it, you're just going to be miserable.
1: Right. I mean, like, I you're kind of hurting yourself.
0: <laughs> and I think that our next episode should be about being patient.
1: Agreed? That's a good one. Yeah.
0: Good one. <laughs> um, being patient because being patient, you know. Is you know, the pentacle of being in a relationship. Like you're be you're patient all the time. Like in my relationship, I am not a patient person. If you know, <laughs> I am the least patient person ever. Like, that's why Gabe laughed because he knew what I was gonna say. Um and Devin is the absolute patient, like most patient person I've ever met in my entire he life. Just-
1: he just looks like Patience. like I don't know how to explain it. He just does.
0: <laughs> facts. like I'm um, Yeah. Yeah, that's about it. And we're complete opposites. It is really funny to see us. Not like funny, but like really interesting to see how we work. And I am always like, I want to go, 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 go. Like, let's do X, Y, and Z and be like so great at it. And Devin's like, Abby just sit down (laughs)
1: like
0: (laughs) just sit down wait a second it's it'll come like for me when I like accepted Jesus in like because I really struggled for a long time with my faith maybe one time maybe one episode will go into like testimonies but um I told Gabe I really struggled with my faith but then camp happened and literally it was that radical personality change like I walked into that service like I don't even know. I can't even tell you. Gabe, can you tell me?
1: (laughs) Ah man, we were we were in like separate parts. That's the thing. Like that's why I met one of my friends. Honestly, like she just randomly came up to me and wanted to pray for me. That's like a whole different story. (laughs) (laughs) We were split up, so I have no idea what you were doing. But like I know for me. It was so different to have like everybody worshiping, but nobody cared how it was being done. So yeah. that's not like oh, there was this one dude. He was like walking back and forth. He he looked like he was like punching the air. Like he was he was really into it. But this man was like, you remember Eli? Yes, bro. Oh my goodness, <laughs> 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 that is like for anybody who hasn't gone to like a church of god you kind
0: of, need to go <laughs> right,
1: you you just need to go because that's that's where everybody's like they're, they're they're not comfortable at all whatsoever like the worship isn't comfortable it's supposed to be vulnerable it's supposed to be intimate but that's like when you get to be like oh okay this is how it really is where it's not like this, you're standing, you're clapping, you know, you're just kind of half-heartedly singing a song. No, there are people, like, straight out crying. You see people, like, being... That was me. Uh, That's me. Yeah, delivered. Like, you see people, they're, like, healing, stuff like this. Like, all of this stuff's happening, and you're when Everybody's in their own spot, but it's all happening at once. So yeah. Where it's, it's like a collective worship, but everybody's doing it where... It's within themselves. If that makes it's sense.
0: really a beautiful experience.
1: It, it really just is. to
0: watch. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Okay. You know what we need to do. We need to have our bro Alex, and I know he's gonna watch this and be like me. Yes, you. <laughs> um, because Alex was actually right beside me, like the moment it happened, and like I just remember. I walked into that service not really thinking about it, like, oh, like, you know, this is almost over, I'm really upset about it, you know, but oh well, you know, like, I have work.
1: Bro, I'm not gonna lie, I was so nervous to go to those services. Right. It was like, you're really excited for, like, the fun things, but then you're like, oh, Jesus, hey, buddy. (laughs) Please
0: don't call me out again. Right. (laughs) Um... And I just remember thinking of everything else, kind of like we, what you just said. Right. Like, man, I've been called out more this week and I just don't appreciate it personally, but (laughs) I get it. Um, and I was like, you know, I got to work on Monday. Like I was, I was prepping myself for like when I leave, I wasn't in the moment. I was ready to go. Um. And I don't, it was, and Gabe, this is why I love this song. It's called Firm Foundation. (laughs) Oh, my. It's called He Won't. And I just remember, like, the bridge, it says rain came and wind blew. But I'm standing strong on you. And that was, like, I don't know what happened. (laughs) Like, but at that moment, I just broke down. And I just felt so light you know like my entire being I just felt better like yeah when I walked in I was I sound like I was about to cry I promise I'm not about to cry um <laughs>
1: hey listen we're Pentecostal you can do that if you
0: need <laughs> <to>. <laughs> um I walked in I had a lot of burdens like You've probably gathered I'm a busy person. Like I stay busy. There's no nah. part of my day that is not action packed.
1: Who that that's crazy. That's a that's a total surprise.
0: You know what, Gabe? Listen. <laughs> you know what? Just <laughs> Just continue. Um, just continue. <laughs> <laughs> um and you know, so I'm stressed a lot of I'm stressed a lot. <laughs> Ugh, allergies. All the windows in my house are open. If that explains, um, and I just remember I was sitting there, and Alex was behind me. It was that Thursday. I can tell you the day. Oh, I we're talking the about time. two different
1: camps. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh
0: no, I'm talking was... about Thursday.
1: Oh at yeah. Okay, yeah, that I was with you.
0: You oh, were with okay. me, bro.
1: Side side check. Alright, side check, whatever, whatever. Like, quick side note, bro, there was a demon, um, deliverance, and I didn't even know about it.
0: Dude, it was, Wait. I was right beside him.
1: Bro, tell me about it. Okay, hold on. Okay. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> Dude, okay, so I'm not gonna lie, okay, I'm, I'm fairly, I'm fairly new to the church, and like, all these things, okay? I've never seen these things before. Homie, I was excited when I found a book in the Bible, like, <laughs> I don't know a lot, okay? Okay. But I'm learning. And that's the important thing. Um. And bro. I just remember. Okay. (laughs) Mind you. I'm a very blunt person. Right. And when I get freaked out. You're going to know it by my facial expression. (laughs) And I remember our youth pastor at the time. She's not the one we have now. Um she was standing beside me and all of a sudden she like walks away and i'm like where did she go bro and like you know and i'm not really paying attention because you know i'm like vibing you know doing my thing. and all of a sudden this home homeboy screams like (laughs) screams and i'm like oh what is that what just what and it was it was not human that scream not human like, when I tell you it shook me to my core, like, I was legitimately scared. And I don't get scared like that. <laughs> and I'm sitting there, and he's, like, posturing. And if you're in the medical medical community, you know what that means. Like, his hands, like, curled in on themselves, and, like, his muscles got really rigid. I thought homeboy was having a seizure.
1: God, that, that's I'm just like, called. <laughs> like,
0: I'm like, oh, my gosh, he's gonna die. Like, like. Like, and you know, if you know me, I'm so sorry. I have to make dark humor jokes. It it just makes me less nervous. And I was like, oh, my gosh, we're at a church camp and he's going to die. I can't. (laughs) Like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, my gosh. And then finally, Gabe, I swear, he, like, turned around and his veins were purple. And I was like, oh, you're the no. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. Like, I'm telling you, I was
1: scared. Bro, I would have been, like, really scared, but then I would have been, like, in the name of Jesus, I command (laughs) everything. Depending on where I was, because not gonna lie, like, now, I probably would have been doing that because, like, I know a lot more. Like, I feel like I would have been gathering, like, all of those, like, strong Christian people, like, bro, I would have been taking, like, Miss Cat, you better come over here. Like, you people over here, you over here, you over here. We're laying hands on this boy. We're casting out this demon in the name of Jesus. Like, (laughs) all
0: in i was like right. i'm ready to run dog like <laughs> right. before
1: i probably would have been like mm, that's a lot of that's enough christianity for me today guys um now,
0: granted <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna say this this was week long this was on like tuesday like my good experience was on thursday i'm gonna note that. right these were not in the same day
1: and also you you probably had no, no idea like of the i guess severe well not severity but like the realness that's not a word but i used it the realness of like the spiritual realm and demons and spirits and all those other things
0: yeah i didn't so i've learned a lot after camp um i didn't um yeah i know i know a little bit i don't know a lot um But I I know more now. I didn't know a lot then. And I just remember, I'm like, oh, my gosh, he's going to have, like, a seizure. He's going to, (laughs) like, die. I'm going to have to give him CPR. Like, what are we doing, dog? Like, and then he just screams. And I'm like, okay, I'm ready to run. This is scaring me, you know. And then, like, later on, she explained to me what happened and, like, what was happening. And I was like, for real? (laughs)
1: <laughs> like, bro is like yo oh no, this is a lot to take my in my
0: brain exploded like <laughs> how I did was it like, stop
1: did he I like, like,
0: but I had a moment like I had one of those really I don't want to say because there's no such thing as a stupid question but I'm gonna say stupid question and right. like I'm sitting there thinking and I'm like so if you go to the doctor and they think you're having a seizure
1: could you just really be like oh for sure for sure because like, here's the thing, here's the thing, it, it doesn't- We are so stop.
0: off topic, but this is such an intriguing conversation.
1: It, the thing is, it doesn't just stop with, like, those types of things. It, contends you, it continues, and not, it, it's not for every, it's like, this isn't going to be for every case, but for some cases, it also continues with fears, phobias, depression- anxiety suicidal thoughts right addiction one person said if you have an addiction you have company and that's like it's just so blunt but like it's just how it is where yeah where um you would go to somewhere and people are like okay we're gonna pray a prayer of deliverance but they're talking about like things like being afraid of the dark you would never think and for some people, it, I'm afraid it, it is of the dark. I'm 18 right.
0: years old. And I am afraid of the dark.
1: <laughs> for some people, that's a genuine fear. For other people, that's like a uh, tormenting spirit. So, after you know like a lot more, uh, like for me, where I've been really researching these types of things, it becomes like less of a surprise to be like, "Hey, this dude was doing this, this, and that." It wouldn't be too much of a surprise to see like this happening, and. Yeah. How did it stop? Did like, did he throw up or anything?
0: No, it was weird. So... I don't know how to explain it. Okay, let me get my words together real quick. Hold on. All <laughs> right. So, I like looked over. What happened is his face got like super red and like his veins turned purple, right? Like, when I tell you they turned purple, I'm so serious. Like, I'm not hallucinating. Like, he turned purple, bro. Like, I'm talking, (laughs) like, Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: And I, like, I sat there, and I'm like, did I really just see that guy turn, like, purple? And then all of a sudden, it just stopped. And like I said, his face was red. His face became pale, like, like his normal skin tone. And then, like, he just wasn't purple anymore. And then he was, like, lucid. Like, if you've seen anyone that, like, is, they've just been through a big, like, medical emergency or, like, I learned if they go through something like that, um, they're not in a lucid state. They're not, like, conscious, but they're conscious, if that makes sense. sense. Well,
1: they're probably dizzy because of all the blood that just got rushed to their brain and then taken away.
0: Facts. And... Like, all of a sudden, he was pale, he wasn't purple anymore, and he was lucid. Like, he was he was tracking. And I'm like, what just happened? Like, and he was fine. And then all of a sudden, he fell, and then he started sweating. He, he sweating? started sweating a lot, yeah. And, like,
1: coughing. That is so interesting, because that makes so much more sense to me. I asked if, like, he threw up or anything, because a lot of times, mm-hmm. coughing... Throwing up, like breathing out a lot, like those are the types of things that people do, like when a de- a demon is like leaving you.
0: Mm-hmm. Like
1: those are the ways that it's coming out. It's like coming out of, like you. It was or crazy or whatever.
0: It's scary. I wonder
1: me. if like sweating was like because he just like randomly started. I wonder if that's like one of the ways that they were getting out. Because especially... well, think
0: about it. If you have a fever, what do you do?
1: Well, okay, wait we to take this out of like the medical standpoint. <laughs> We're obviously sweating and all those things, but like a demon was in this dude. There's no way that there wasn't. Like, there's quite obvious proof. Okay, that there was... our
0: next episode is about camp. Now I changed my. <laughs> we're gonna talk about camp because camp is coming up too, so that would make sense.
1: That that is true.
0: Okay. You continue. have
1: a spirit in you, and I, I assumed that there were people praying for him. Like this dude oh, was yeah. just buying. There was like a yeah, okay. whole
0: huddle. You know like football right. teams when they do their huddle and they got like 50 right. some people? That was that.
1: Okay, so if he has something like an experience like that, obviously people are praying over him. The demons have, when you uh, uh, your authority is somewhat higher than them because obviously demons and the devil, they have a lot of power. We're not going to say that they don't have any, but they don't have power over God. And when yeah. we serve God, we are under his power. So if, they're, if you're commanding them to leave, if you're binding these spirits and you're casting them out, they have to leave somewhere. They have to leave somehow, right? Yeah. So this dude is like, so you said he was like coughing?
0: Yeah. And he started sweating a bunch.
1: He was Like a then, gross
0: amount of sweat.
1: And then afterwards he just like stopped coughing.
0: Oh, he, he caught his breath real quick for a hot minute. Like, he, he was coughing a bunch, and then he stopped, and then he was, like, breathing really heavy, and, like, but I can assume he probably felt like he just went through a full workout. Like, he was, like.
1: He, he went through an exorcism. That's what happened. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, he was, like, whoa. He was not doing good.
1: I wonder if sweating was, like, one of the ways that the spirits exited him. Because you sweating a gross amount on command, well, I want to say on command, but just out of nowhere, and he's coughing, which is another
0: well, I wouldn't say out way. of nowhere because if you do remember, it was hot, like it was hot, but like,
1: yeah, but yeah,
0: it was like, I if you would have taken his shirt and you could have probably rang it out, like it was wet,
1: yeah, I, I definitely see. I've never heard of of like that's a way that someone or a spirit would like leave you, but I'm not saying they couldn't, but I mean, he was coughing, which is one of the. Common ways. Usually people cough up stuff, they throw up. Where so a lot of times it's like, if there's something serious, like people, bleh, like, it's just, it's just, it just, it just happens. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> right. I like that. Like... <laughs> That's so interesting. Yeah. I kind of wish I was there, but at the same time, I feel like I would have been, like, really scared. And, like, because, like, I have, I've always grown up knowing that demons and possessions and things like that exist, but, like, to see it... It was was crazy. Yeah, I probably would have been like, yo, I want to be in the back now. Uh, Dude, like, do you remember (laughs)
0: that big scream?
1: Man, I was praising Jesus. I don't remember much.
0: Dude, he, like, (laughs) screamed. It, like, yeah, it was crazy.
1: Yeah, but I think I was too much in the zone, because at that time as well, like, I was doing something, and then all of a sudden something in me was just like bro go around to random people and just start praying for them like I don't know if you saw me but I was like
0: yeah you were was, all over the place
1: yeah I, I was like going from everybody within our group and then I was like finding random people that just like seemed right I was like yo can I pray for you I was just like all of this other stuff so like when I hear someone screaming I'm probably like yo I mean like maybe he's praising Jesus that way good job for him that was not him praising Jesus no he away. was not praising Jesus
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think that was him <laughs> <laughs> oh man um no what we need to do is so I'm making the executive decision because Gabe agreed we yeah. are talking about camp our next episode which we'll probably run into another episode because we have a lot of good experience at camp and camp not is coming only, up
1: not only camp but re- revival because yes camp, right because camp it was like a revival for teens that you stayed at Like that,
0: that's
1: kind of how you would say, where you have like these games and whatever, you build these people so they can grow together, then they come all worship God in like the super radical way. Then that's like also growing together and by yourself in your faith. Facts. It was brain how they did that.
0: Facts. Facts. So, next episode, we're going to talk about camp because camp is coming up. Um, we also have Unplugged coming up for our church. Um, I won't be able to go, unfortunately. Sorry. Y'all. Wait,
1: what? Why are you going?
0: I, I said I can't.
1: I thought you were going to be a chaperone.
0: I, I can't.
1: That's so sad, bro.
0: Don't just at me. I work for um, <laughs> For starters, we have that, too. And so that's kind of like the big thing leading up to camp. That's like the warm-up to camp. Right. Um, and we have a bunch of new people and youth that have never been to camp, so I feel like we should talk about that.
1: That is um,
0: true. And you know what we should do? Hey, Alex, if you're watching this, get ready. <laughs> Alex, Alex can come up and talk too. you. Um, true. So I'll ask him if he wants to talk. We'll see if he says yes. If he doesn't, I have someone else who would love to speak. Um, any last thoughts, Gabe? We just took a really big tangent, but I feel like a lot of people are going to be interested in that.
1: Listen, I've been like learning a lot about deliverance and stuff, all right? So don't hold it against me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, any last words? Um, uh, let's, um, if Jesus, okay. If you can't keep your relationship with Jesus right, how do you expect any other relationship to be right?
0: Ooh, tell them. Hold on, what'd you just say? Hold on.
1: (laughs) I was writing this down. (laughs)
0: I am. I'm so serious. It's going on Facebook.
1: (laughs) If you can't keep your relationship with Jesus right, how can you expect any other relationship to be right?
0: How can you expect any other relationship to be right? Question mark. Quotation. Capitalize the J in Jesus.
1: Yes. Is this a name?
0: Period. Um. My final comments. Um stay committed. It always works in the end. The tough times are the lessons you'll learn as a couple. Um, Be committed to the person and not the attention that they give you. And with that being said, this concludes our first episode. Oh, wait. Pause. Hold on. (laughs) Also, (laughs) Also, for the families in Tennessee at the Christian school, that was just recently involved in a shooting my hearts go out to you I am not a parent but I cannot imagine losing my sisters or my parents that's a that's an irreparable hole so my hearts go out to you I'm praying for you um and yeah and that is the last episode the last episode. I cannot. The <laughs> first episode of The Gathering Table. Official. Clap. Yay. Hey,
1: we did right. it. What?
0: We will see y'all for our next episode about camp.
1: I sure will.
0: Alright. Bye.